Welcome. You are now tuned into the Textually Active Podcast. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Textually Active Pod. I'm Rez, and I got Measy with me. And a gang, gang, gang. And I got Nick with me. Oh, God. And we here, we back. It's another Tuesday, Textual Tuesday. While you're here, make sure you subscribe, leave a review, share us on your socials, and don't forget to use our hashtag, Textual Tuesday. And if you comment and you talk to us, we're going to talk back. So, guys, how was your weekend? Uh, you know, a whole lot of adult shit. Sitting in the house, watching basketball. Oh. Did y'all go to CIAA? No. Oh. <laughs> Oh. Too old for that shit. I don't like to, if I can't go nowhere and sit down. I ain't. I'm not with it. Oh God. I I heard it was a thing to do when we were about to move down here. I came down and CIA CIAA was going on, and we went to the epicenter yeah. in Charlotte. Yeah. Uh-huh. That shit was crazy. Yeah. The irony that you moved down and now it's going to your way. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> so it'd be live. It'd be live. Slit, but it's, it's just, like it's just too much. It's it's like a it's just a lot of black people yeah. come together, so it's always lit. But yeah, if I'm at the age where I need to sit down, so y'all didn't go. No, yeah, no. a lot of adult shit this weekend. What nigga? I just found out that for twenty dollars, you can go TGI Fridays, get French fries, a half rack of ribs, and a ten piece wing. <laughs> what? <laughs> yes, they call twenty bu- twenty dollars. Twenty dollars. They call a it a bucket. A bucket of wing. Bucket of bones. You get wings, a half rack of ribs, and French fries. Damn! Wow. <laughs> is it good? Busting. Oh God. <laughs> so God, you was at? Uh, I was at Fridays. I hit the to go. Ordered online. Went and got it. Went right back to the crib. Turned on Netflix and enjoyed my life. Okay. With, that- little, with a little Heineken. No, it was a Dosakis. Little Dosakis. That's a lit weekend. Yeah. Nick, how was your weekend? Dog, you don't live nowhere near Fridays, though. You you went all the way to you came all the way to. Fridays? I had two options. It was I could have went to Greensboro, which was like ten minutes, and then the mall fifteen. I just wanted to see. I wanted to get out the house. You know, I've been in the house all day. Okay, take yeah. a ride. Got it. Okay. Nick, how was your weekend? My weekend was good. So let me let me tell you about my weekend. <laughs> um. So I have you ever okay. I asked Twitter this the other day, and Twitter didn't help me, so I need I need y'all to help me with this. Have you ever felt like you owed somebody an apology for flaking on plans, <laughs> but but you aren't upset that you missed said plans, but you kind of feel bad because you didn't actually mean to flake on said plans? Like... I didn't really want to go. Like, I was supposed to go to this party, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't want to fucking go. Uh, so, but the day of the party, the party thrower or whatever is like asking me, like, yo, you coming through? Blah, 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 blah. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to be there. Blah, blah, blah. Okay, yeah. Later on that night, uh, I came to a crossroad. Okay. I could have absolutely got up and made moves to go to this party. But my legs just it just weren't set up to make the move. It's so, almost like your mind wanted you to do something, but your body was like, bad idea, right, abort mission. Right. So I'm trying to figure out, like, do I owe this person an apology for flaking on the plans, even though I'm not sorry at all? 
Nah, what you do is you wait till they ask you about it. Say, damn man, a nap got me. Oh God. Nobody, nobody ever is gonna dispute a nap. Like they know the power of a nap. Right. A nap got me. When I, I woke, mean, it's, when I woke up, it was like two, fam. I ain't, you know, it was too late then. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like it's, it's kind of fucked up. But at the end of the day, bro, I'm American. I do what the fuck I want to do. Yeah. Like, but the thing that's tricky about that that makes me think you should say that you want to apologize is that you told them earlier that day. So that's you committing with your word. If you hadn't said anything, if they was like, yo, I'm throwing this party on Saturday night and you said, I'm going to let you know. You know the typical millennial answer. I'm going to let you know. Fact. And you didn't show up, it would have been fine. Who but gonna, since you said you was going to go, there? that's a conflict. No, I went, no I went full on commitment. Damn, I'm like, yeah, I'm, like, I'm, like, yeah I'm in there. I'm see, in there. Trust Nick, me. I hope and I'm going to tell all lesson. the people. And I'm going to tell all the people that I told. Because he's like, the the person like hit me like, oh, like, bro, we still going to be turned up. Like, um, <laughs> regardless of the weather. Because the weather was kind of shitty. Yeah. Um, And I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm going to tell all the people that I told, which was a nice round <laughs> figure. Um, <laughs> Two. <about> Two. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Zero. <laughs> the round figure. <laughs> um, and, but it was just like, all right, okay. Uh, and like, it was literally like, one of those situations where I wasn't doing shit, like, to combat, like, you know what I'm saying? So I literally just, like, watched every hour pass by. <laughs> and then go. I don't know, Nick. I think you should just not say anything. If the person doesn't say anything to you, that means they're not upset, but just don't say anything. Oh, God. I'm just Just say don't say anything. You want to say you die? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Like, you can't, like, dispute that. I mean, there's nothing to argue with that. Yeah. Like hit the hit you with the shock shit, the clear shit. Right, and that's it. You good? You good? Yeah. Uh, my weekend, same thing. Whole lot of adult and didn't do anything. I find it peaceful to not do anything on the weekends. It's like me recharging. It's part of my routine to not have a plan to do anything for at least one day of the weekend Mm -hmm. because me and E always got something to do. I got homework to do, but on Saturday, I ain't thinking about none of that. I laid my body down. We did go grocery shopping, but that's nothing. So I ain't do nothing. Boring weekend. But a good weekend. I fuck with it. I love those. Grocery shopping is one of the highlights of being in a relationship, ain't it? It's what? Yeah. That is, you know what? I don't think. I used to have to grocery shop by myself. Uh, I think it's one-sided. Have you ever? Why? Because I think, depending on how long you've been in a relationship with somebody, like they've been dating for a while, so they kind of know what each other like. But like first years, like I like Cinnamon Toast Crunch. She like Captain Crunch. We're not going to buy both cereals. Why not? Oh. oh they sure. might be on sale. Maybe. Oh, God, you got to go to Food Line. Mm-hmm. Oh. Or Publix. I really like Publix. The customer service is unmatched. <laughs> They treat you really well. Oh, the best part is when they're like, would you like me to take your card down? And I'm like, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> then they walk me down with oh, their cart. Make it feel special. In this but no, grocery shopping <laughs> is better with a spouse because you have somebody to help you carry the bags upstairs. You have somebody to help you pick the stuff. And it's you, fun. You're not talking, you have somebody to talk to. You're not talking so, to the right people. Okay. Etiquette. Grocery shopping etiquette. Question. Okay. Yeah. Who's supposed to push the cart? Because I've do. seen it both ways. I push the You cart. push the cart? Yeah. Okay. So what is what is the man doing while you push the cart? What I tell him to do? Pick up. Oh, he's getting what it is that you I say go get the go get the salmon over there. The go uh, get the, the runner, bro. Go get like, the I cheese. I forgot to get cheese. I'm going to grab this. Can you go grab oh. that? That's okay. what that's what I do. Oh. He is picking up his mic for <laughs> something to say. He's lying. You're lying. You're I'm lying. I'm not lying. You're I lying. do push the cart.
<laughs> but yeah Nick the only thing that you're trying to do while she's pushing the cart is hopefully that she doesn't hit the back of your ankle oh my god because yeah. she's never leading like you're still in front of the cart facts. and you're still trying to make sure you don't run into somebody else or get ran over yeah facts no that's yeah. like the worst fear ever bro is getting your ankles ran over in the back bro I swear to god I might have hit him shit. a couple times with the cart but he alright yeah. he got strong shins so the, so the girl is the, the woman is supposed to push the cart we, yeah we gonna go with that really mm-hmm. what, why did you think men are supposed to push it I felt like we were supposed to do that because women are usually the ones that know what the fuck we supposed to be in here getting cause I don't know about you cause dude I'm, I still be shopping like a man like a motherfucker bro like I, don't, I ain't never made no list mm. I ain't like literally Grocery shopping is the same routine. You go in that motherfucker, you walk past everything. If you need it, it'll go off. Like, alarm will go off. If not, then you just keep it moving. You wait till you get home and be mad as fuck that you didn't make a list and plan out what you need. That's driving me crazy because you know I got a list. Thanks. You know I got a list. I got a plan for the list. I no. know what we making with the list. Nah, we don't, nah, we don't play that. That would drive me crazy. If we went to the grocery store and you're like, yo, I'm about to go grocery shopping. I'm going to walk around the store for like an hour. Oh. And me asking, well, Nick, do you need grapes? Do you need? No, I don't. I don't I don't know. Nah, that would drive me crazy. I'm American. I'll do it. I'll do it. Like, like I said, I'll do the fuck I want to do. American. What the fuck? All right. So... <laughs> <laughs> It's a grocery list with a little long. <laughs> grocery shopping is serious. But let's jump into our textual discussion for the week. Uh, this week, I want to talk about failures, embarrassment, specifically publicly. Like, say you're getting embarrassed somewhere. How do you bounce back from that scenario? So a couple of things that I read to help us come back from failures is the first step is to admit that the L is real. Now, my L's aren't as big as some people, some people's L's. I am clumsy, so I'm always falling down the steps. So if I fall down the steps or trip in front of a large amount of people, I need to admit that I fell down these steps. (laughs) Step two is to take control of the narrative and control it without feelings. So after I fall, I get back up and I, I laugh or I say that I meant to do it. That way I'm controlling the story behind it. I didn't fall. I fell to make you guys laugh. Another pro tip is to deflect from the fall. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Like that second one, <laughs> jump at you to my watch you fall and you try to control the narrative. <laughs> I you did son of a bitch. I didn't, I didn't fall, okay? I didn't fall. <laughs> I was picking it up with my face. That's what I did. So then the next thing is to deflect. And this is very popular in the roasting culture. Like, say if you're getting cooked really bad, you just talk about somebody that's laughing. Like, I see you laughing, but bitch, you broke. That's deflecting. And then the last thing is to not... (laughs) That kind of sting. (laughs) Don't take it personal. So I wanted to take a look at some of the people that we've seen in the public eye who've taken an L recently and bounced back because these are the people that we need to look at to help us navigate the failures that we might take. Mm. So I made a list of people Mm. and we're going to break it down. Mm. So the first person I have is Soulja Boy, Mm. Big Draco. Mm. Now we all know that Soulja Boy has been in the light for a while recently and he's one that bounces back from everything that he's done. Meezy. I think uh, I think Soldier Boy tactic is to accumulate L's, and it's a <clears throat> it's a deflection 
but it's to accumulate. If I, you know, I'm not supposed to be in the hood. I get caught on camera, not supposed to be in the hood. They run run down on me. Next thing I do is I make up this story about how I killed a nigga in the house and I jumped off a balcony with a parachute. So then after that story come out, everybody's laughing at me. I didn't try to fight Chris Brown. <laughs> right? So you just keep L after L after L. You don't never get stuck on one L. And so then what happens, you, we forget about it because, you know, in social media days, once some sh- a, a better story pop off, we forget. Mm-hmm. Then you pop back up with some shit. And it's like, hey, I'm here. I'm back again. And I'm back now. I'm finna win and shit. Because we still ain't seen a single. <laughs> ain't none of these songs popped yet. <laughs> and he's still like the funniest, the biggest meme of 2019 so far. You just got to keep taking L's. And keep building on it. Keep building on it. I think L. his latest one was with him trying to sell that Nintendo console. He took advantage of that. Because he advantage. went on the Breakfast Club. He was on uh, DJ, what's that guy named? Academics, the guy who don't DJ. Right. He was on his show. The guy who don't DJ. And he was talking about it. So he just kind of controlled his narrative Control for that situation narrative. just to get out of it. Bop your L, stack your L's up. They can't never take your L's from you. He probably getting money. We don't know. I've seen him everywhere. He's definitely getting money. Yeah, I've seen him everywhere. Nigga was talking about how he was on Times. I looked it up. He t- he didn't tell the whole story, but he was he was in he was on Time he was in Time magazine online. Like he was there for that mudslide, but it, it wasn't a picture of him standing on his guard. So you just gotta damn stack them shits and run with it. And then he just had this situation with him in China, Black China. He just took advantage of that too. Right. So everybody just, was like, "Well, what are you doing? Like, why are you?" He said he just wanted to buzz it. Which is probably valid. That's what he told. That's what he told social media. It's valid. He said he just wanted to buzz it. It's valid. So do we think Soldier Boy is a liar, or do we think I think Soldier Boy? Know, I think he knows how to control his narrative. If I say you see me with Black China, can you debate the fact that I just wanted the pussy or no? Because we don't know what was really going on with them if they were really dating. <laughs> and then the story came out the next week that she charged fifty k to just be seen with her. Mm-hmm. So we don't know if he just wanted the pussy or if he paid her to be with it. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. <laughs> got got to bro. Good question. I think we could learn something from uh, Big Draco. Got to just keep keep your name in it, good or bad. Extend your fifteen minutes. Extend it by keep, keep hitting snooze on your fifteen minutes. Right, right. Well, no publicity is bad publicity, right? It's right. not for the most part. I don't think so. Yeah. I think as long as people are talking about you, it's good, good or bad. I don't know. That's what the Kardashians say. That uh, is what they say. They say that, but I don't know if it works for them because it's like a you, you end up picking sides. Like we love Courtney, but we don't really see Courtney. You know, there's a such yeah. thing as um. <laughs> Hate watching. Hmm. So you do get views from people still listening or watching to hate. So they could be doing stuff to get people to watch their show to hear more about the story so they can hate on it more Ooh. and talk about it more. So it that's that. why bad publicity is so good, too, because people are going to talk about it regardless of if they hate it or like it. But your name is still trending or whatever you're doing is still trending. So yes. that's a win. I, I get it. That's me. You, you, that's like, you? I'm like a hate consumer. Yeah. You do not like shit in the beginning. Everything. You grow to like shit though. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, so like it's it's be, it's like being a good critic. It's like being a good critic. Yeah. Like you don't tell everybody. Like Maisie, you're the opposite. You tell everybody you like anything, even if it sucks. And then you're like then you'll wait till after the fact and be like, no, nah, that shit's terrible. 
Well, I like to I like to like be invested. Like I like the shit to grow first, mm-hmm. and I can judge. Like, yeah, it was I, right, but then I'd be like, you know, some of that shit was trash. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. That's fair. Yeah. So the next L that I want to talk about is Tyga. So he he kind of took a couple too. Cause he was messing with that Kardashian girl, and then she was underage, so people were dragging him for that. Damn. About that, and yeah. then he might have fucked that up. Yeah, he did. He kind of, yeah, right before she got that billy, bro. She got a billy, you kind of mm-hmm. fucked that up. And then he bounced back with she bounced back with um, our guy. Well, wait, 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 wait. He was with China first, yeah, yeah and he got China, gave China baby. Then he went to Kylie, he fucked up with Kylie mm-hmm. the whole time. Kylie was buying him cars, and those cars was getting repossessed. Uh, he couldn't get his money from Birdman. Has Stormy gotten darker? No. We need to do some serious investigation in that. <laughs> Why? In order for her to be Travis Scott, she has to get darker? I mean, there needs to be some. I mean, Travis Scott, that boy, about Travis Scott 1245 black. <laughs> <laughs> like, shit. That baby better get a little bit of melanin in it. Yeah, I mean, maybe. It is, it is a rather light. I seen her the other day. Thanks. I'm sure they took a test though. You gotta. Ma- you well, think so? Maybe you I don't so? know because it's kind of offensive to ask somebody that you're dating to take a test for a baby that you guys had together. Don't you think? I don't know, bro. I would be offended. It like depends. if I've been laying down with you all this time and then we have this baby and all of a sudden you're like, I need to know. But he kind of swiped her. He kind of came. They started dating out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. So. You never know. Nah, that's rude. You can't ask your girlfriend for a test, Why a not? DNA test. Why not? That's something you got to do in private. Because she's going to be upset. She's going to be upset. You're supposed to swab the baby mouth and send it in like yeah. on a game? Yeah, you got to do that in private. <laughs> I wouldn't even take your chances. Because Damn. how is that situation going to play out? Well, you going to get smacked. Well, it'll play out good for you. She's going to take the baby, baby and leave. Yours. You can use it to his advantage. Yeah. It's a part of trust, though. You're in a relationship with somebody. Well, trust me enough to prove to me that this is my damn kid. <laughs> you don't trust me if you need me to prove that this is our kid. Like, you fuck wow. around. He's been, he done raised this kid. It's not, it's fucking, I, well, that might be a play in a book. It's a win for him. That may be a play in a book because we all know Chloe's not. Robs, that's Maybe. OJ's baby. Yeah. So. Oh gosh. Well, <laughs> there might be a play out there playbook. I mean, you know how mad you would be if you like gotten like ten years down the road and you found out the kid isn't yours, bro. Like all this money, all this time I've wasted. Like, right. Like now it's yours for yeah. real because it's you raised yeah. it like it's yours. That and that shit, dude. Isn't it so fucking cheesy when you have a nigga that's like, I don't care. That baby's mine. Like you fucking cornball. Get the fuck out of here, bro. You gonna take that little shit on with you? <laughs> Fuck yeah. you and that damn baby. <laughs> I think if it's more than three years, yes, you're going to care. If it's less than two, you're going to be like, all right, I'm leaving you and fuck that baby. If you find out that it's not less yours. Less than three. Yeah. Who are you talking about, Red? Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay, we 25 years down the road, nigga. Nah. Just find out that baby ain't mine. Fuck you, you still going to leave if it's 25 years down the road? Fuck you and baby. that baby. <laughs> I want all my chips back. <laughs> All right. While we're here on the Kardashians, how about that girl, Jordan? How her situation turned into an L by her trying to sleep with her best friend's brother-in-law. I'm looking for the L. How does it? Yeah. How did, did this really turn into an L? I'm looking for because black L. black people got behind her boy. 
So they started off dragging her. The internet was dragging her at first. They were like, why would you do that? Why would you sleep with her boyfriend if you know that they're together and stuff like Which that? Which they didn't sleep together, did they? She said it was she a kiss. She said they just kissed. She said it was a kiss. Control your own right. narrative. Yeah. So the story is Jordan Woods was at Tristan's house for a party. They were at the party, hanging out, dancing. She didn't think it was nothing wrong with her being at the party. Then eventually she went to leave and Tristan kissed her. People saw it. And Tristan is Chloe's baby father. And I think they're together in a relationship. What I learned from that story was Nick taught me this. Mm -hmm. You're not supposed to lie. You're supposed to omit the truth. Yes. So there's a part of her story where she says they left dinner. Left the left dinner, went to the club, left the club, went to Tristan's house. Then she said the next morning when she left, the sun was up. <laughs> There's a lot of gap in between yeah. in a bit of that story. Yeah. <laughs> so that's something she left out. So that could have been an L if the internet continued to drag her. But what did she do? How did she, she control flipped, she her flipped, L? She flipped that L. She yeah. first. Nobody. We couldn't have picked. Jordan Woods could have walked right in here last week. And I'd have been like, E, who the hell is this? Who is this at this party right now? Who is this in your house right now? Right. <laughs> like, oh no. Then, like, we now know who it is. We we knew she was Kylie's best friend, but Kylie got a Billy. She ain't got shit. Mm-hmm. So how how close are you friends? So now we know her face. Fucking, we didn't know that was Will's step-niece or God-niece. No, we didn't know that so, shit. Yeah. All of a sudden, now you get that platform. To work your magic? Jesus Christ. Somebody lying. <laughs> we know that. Somebody yeah. lying. Somebody lying. But the point is, she got yeah. to share her, she got in front of it. Yeah. Because that could have been a complete drag session. She People could. were talking a lot of stuff she, on her. She gave me fucked up out here in these streets. And then once they seen that she was controlling her narrative, it flipped it. And I think we just in a, a, a era, we all want to support black women. Now. Yeah. I think that's the movement. I think so too. So regardless of what. She might be lying, and that shit probably happened. But we're gonna stand beside our black woman because yeah. we—that's where we live at now. That's where I was at I, I when just, the story came out. I was like, I really don't care. I mean, he cheated on you before. Are we supposed to feel sorry for him cheating again? And I—I I mean, I was going to be on Jordan's side anyway. None of us really, really care. Right? Yeah. It's just Valid. something for us to talk about. Yeah. That's true. It's an escape. Yeah. That's true. See you on the timeline. You get to yeah. make Facts. a few jokes about yeah. it. Yeah. But um. I mean, the thing is, if you're going to cheat, you got to get in front of that, too. Yeah. Our boy Offset, he's been cheating a lot. And here he is Thanks. in the Grammy pictures posted up. I still don't believe that one. You don't believe that one? No, nah, I, I think that was promo. Oh, are we going into a conspiracy podcast? Yeah. Let's conspiracize. Is that a word? You Hold up. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> conspiracize. That's what. So, <laughs> so you think that's... You think... Wait a minute. Yes. Yes. Only because uh, the doll never had to explain her side. It was one of the Asian dolls or Cuban doll. She never had to explain her side of the story. That text message came out. She just continued to move regularly. She never told her side of the story if he was trying to fuck. Right. That text message came and it went. Next thing you know, we were in the middle of the Migos are doing separate albums. It was Offset's turn. Offset album didn't come out. We waited. Now all of a sudden, Cardi is about to skyrocket. Everything she was touching during that her uh her uh I'm so sad we broke up mm-hmm. and we separated thing skyrocket. 
Next thing you know, he's showing up at performances with flowers and shit. Next thing you know, they in the Bahamas on jet skis. Next thing you know, she missed the dick. Next thing you know, they back together. <laughs> they back together, bro. So, and you know, with Cardi's record, she's normally one to be pretty open about what's going on and everything. So it was kind of, I don't know if she did, but it was kind of weird that she didn't say anything towards the lady that was responsible. She didn't give her But no if smoke. that's the case, she's the one that's doing it right, though, because you are supposed to confront your nigga and deal with your nigga if that's the one. He's the one who has the commitment to you. Nobody else outside of your relationship has anything to answer for for what y'all doing because that's between y'all. So if that's the case, she approached it the right way. I hate when they, like, want us to, like, explain cheating. Oh, yeah. I just want to like, yeah, like, <laughs> why are you, like, asking me, like, why'd you do it? Like, let's explain. Talk to me about why you did it and shit. Dude, I'm 25 with millions of dollars and access to damn near almost and any these woman. these hoes fucking, <laughs> like, Any woman I want to fuck. hoes is fucking, okay. like, it's got no indictment on you. Just, right. right. So when Offset got caught cheating, he pulled up to her on stage with flowers. Right. Was that wrong? The timing was wrong. The sentiment was great. Yeah. You think so? He's supposed to. Yeah. Why do you think it was wrong? I think his timing was wrong because this is That was it her was moment. it was where he went, it was where he did it at. So which goes on with my conspiracy theory, it was for everybody to see it. Yeah. So it's like oh, this everybody talks about rolling loud. Let me just pull up with get this. He had to talk to somebody on her production staff. They well, knew yeah, this just, was gonna happen. I don't think and I also don't think he's just not good at this thing what is like this particular thing of trying to like make up for things that he's done because he always seems to like somehow rain on her parade because remember even when he um when he oh when she won her grammy um the night she won the grammy he dropped his album no, he dropped he dropped the video the the announcement date in the video. That is yeah, that he's dropping had, his album. Yeah, and it had Cardi in it giving yeah, birth. Yeah, we the, still haven't seen the whole thing to that documentary. But oh yeah, he did do that. <laughs> but she also then called him on stage when she was up there when she was accepting well, she's her award. Supposed to do that. But all of that stuff is adding to your theory that it could be a conspiracy because right. it's with every situation it's putting him in the limelight. I think, and it's a, a matter of thing where I was the bigger star at one point. And I have to deal with my woman being bigger than me. And so now I've got to figure out a way to use that to my advantage. That seems to be a trend in the industry, though. Like, if I'm going to if I'm gonna stand next to you, regardless, because we're married, I might as well get something out of it. Well, sure. Okay. Use your buzz to get me buzz. I feel like you do want to pull whoever you're up, whoever you're in a relationship, you want to pull them up with you. Right. Nobody ever talked about the three other kids on that album cover. They just wanted to see culture. <laughs> like, yeah. like it's not about him being a father. It's about, oh, that's the baby he shares with his wife. Right. Let's talk about that. I mean, it's a lot of men that are in relationships with powerful women. You got Beyonce and Hove. And Hove started off on top. And then I felt like Beyonce kind of definitely took over their whole thing. But Mm -hmm. I think men are more likely to step back and let their woman get the shine. We ain't heard from Stedman in years. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) We didn't know Stedman is alive. (laughs) (laughs) He stepped all the way back. Like, Stedman been living in this house, bill free, since the 80s. (laughs) (laughs) 
that's a smart man. That's a man whose game plan I need to take tips from. Just step, just take a step back. Let her go, boo. Go, boo. Go do your like, thing. Like, we don't even know if they are in a relationship together. They just probably, like, He's they... still dropping some dick off. Like, you know how man. old people say that's just, they just friends? Like, that's, that's really what we think they are. That's going to yeah. be her friend forever. <laughs> yeah. Forever. But Ho took a fumble, too. Ho took a fumble. He, he fumbled. A cheat. Fumbled. A cheat. They took that whole situation in that elevator. Could have went down a whole different way, but we came out, we got some good music out of it. Four incredible albums came out of that one fucking elevator. Out of that one situation. Mm-hmm. Four. Solange, Lemonade, 444, and The the Carters. Yeah. We got four albums out of that elevator. Yeah, The Carters is number four. <laughs> we got four albums but out of But I think, I mean... I think Hope would have to be at the top of this list because imagine how his life would have been if he would have lost Beyonce. He'd still be Hope. Yeah, I don't think. I know, but they we wouldn't get the the Carter's album, and that was really good. That's for you. Threaten us with a good time. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, we missed that part. (laughs) But Beyonce fans would have been all against Hope. Yeah, but I don't think that's a matter of. I don't think for us being the popular, like just being the consumers, I don't think it changes the narrative about Hov's like, damn, Hov fucked up. So I think Hov gets a boost for every all his moves afterwards. So either way, it would have been a win. Nah, I wouldn't say a win. It's definitely a loss because you lose the most powerful, one of the most powerful women in the world. Right. I think some Forbes or Time, somebody just wrote an article. She's number seven most popular, <laughs> most powerful women in the world. You lose that, you lose a lot of shit. That's fair. And so, yeah, you know, her influence is crazy. So you lose that, you lose some shit. But I think Hove knew how he jumped it. He didn't. They maneuver. They they don't have. They have a Beyonce has a publisher, but they don't really use her. But they jumped in front of that narrative quick. If that video in the elevator never comes out, we don't know what the fuck would have happened. Mm-hmm. It would have been crazy. It would have been crazy. Like you just been like, oh, this is great music, <laughs> like. I think his technique to navigating that was just being quiet because he was quiet for a while yeah, after but that situation. You tell but I think story. he was just making up, like directly fixing the problem himself before he came public yeah, with it. Yeah, you have to when you're that, that level of success. Right. Because all we knew was that they was fighting in the elevator. We didn't really know why. And we know that they are at a level of... They, they grew up at a time before social media. They don't have to use that shit. They use social media because they want to. Right. Like they, I, I'm sure they all got burner accounts. They definitely have a way to control. Yeah. They have a way to control so that. So if I would have been, I, I like how Hove, when he went on his album promo, it wasn't that big, but he started to talk about it. Like, I feel like that's what's next. Somebody asked me the other day if you could see an interview of some anybody, who would it be? And I said Hove, but I want to talk about how. I don't want him to talk about the cheating. I want him to talk about how getting how he got to the point of getting married to this fucking superstar when you're a superstar and how you keep your family together after that. In the digital age. <laughs> right. Like, because that's a big deal. With everybody knowing your situation, that can make or break your relationship. It's hard, bro. And I'm sure I don't think they spend all day on social media, but they spend enough time to know what's what the vibes are, what's popping, what's the trends. Yeah. So I know like Beyonce's Instagram changes every 15 minutes. They looking at the comments, bro. Mm-hmm. They looking at the comments. Maybe that is. Maybe they don't look at the comments because that's supposed to be a, a pro tip. Don't read the comments. It's hard. 
It's fucking hard. It's hard for like a regular motherfucker to not read the comments. Mm-hmm. Much less when you get a million and thirty seconds. Nah, you can't read them comments. <laughs> Some people be in there dragging you for filth. You ain't even know your lace was lifting up until somebody in the comments said it. And that's a problem. Damn. They will read you. They will. They will. <laughs> I mean, it's real easy to act like you don't care yeah. about consumer reviews, but dude, that's what the comments are. Yeah. <laughs> the comments like, straight to you. People are like, yeah, they're giving their opinions, and you can pretend like, no, I don't give a fuck about opinions, but imagine it's, it's just how stories hit the web, bro. Like, I didn't know Country Wayne had nine kids. I didn't know he had eight kids. I didn't know that shit. Now that. Jesus Christ. (laughs) You have eight kids and the internet figured that out. It told everybody. And then they figured out from a video that you left your wife to date the new girl and now the new girl's moving in. How did you do? I want to do. What the (laughs) fuck stroke does that nigga got? That you can get Maybe a woman to commit clearly. eight to eight of them motherfuckers. You got eight little freeloaders running around, bro? I don't think so. I think they all like just eight separate. Mm. <laughs> Dog, no. I, I don't no. think I think so. he's got five baby mamas. Wow. But even then, it's like, damn, bro. Like, shit, you hit just hilarious with that goddamn left stroke. Boy. It's hard as hell to get a girl to want to date you when you only got one kid. Much less eight, and you ain't nothing but a stand-up comedian, my nigga. And not even like a, you're not even like a super successful stand-up comedian. Like you got money, but you ain't like, nigga. you're not Nick. Kevin Hart. Yeah, you know, we're gonna have like, to take this back to a to a a saying. It's wood. Clearly, it's gotta be wood. Clearly, that's just titanium. It's wood. That shit is uh, aluminum alloy. Man. That thing is. That, that thing is sturdy. That shit same. That shit the same material they used to uh, make uh, Lieutenant Dan's leg, nigga. That shit, goddamn. Mm. That shit. <laughs> he hit boy. He adjusted some shit you wasn't ready for, boy. Right. Goddamn. No. Jesus. But imagine being Meek Mill when back to back dropped on the internet. You think he was reading them comments? Fuck yeah. Because yeah. he was at a time where he's reading comments. Mm. I mean, we see Meek. We see how Meek is since he's gotten out of jail. Mm-hmm. Jail oh, changed him God a lot. Well, you had to learn that, bro. You didn't know that when you were on here putting on for Graham. I was so mad at Drake. Like, he was drugs, too. He was on drugs? Drugs probably, probably help. Mm. You get a little sensitive. Rap was a sensitive period, number yeah. one. Yeah. All right, people who create stuff are sensitive. Let's well, just start there. All right. Creatives are sensitive. Creative, Creatives creative are sensitive. sensitive. That's fair. And it's not like a based on public opinion. It's just like your art. You're sensitive about how it is anyway, especially if you care about it. So then, when people react to it negatively, then you like fucked up about it. So him being, you know, like the nigga don't compare me to these other niggas like Drake. This Mm. nigga don't write his own shit. The line, the line between like sensitive and passionate is like really, really blurry. Yeah, dude. Yeah, because everybody's passionate about what they do, especially creatives. And it's like, bro, yeah, that can be mixed a little bit with sensitive because one wrong review, one wrong kind of look from, especially somebody you respect. Right. Yeah, yeah, it can get tricky. Yeah, because if I was, I'm, I don't see how two chains is getting away with telling people Hove told him he'll get me on the next album. Like, God damn, this supposed to, like everybody saying this is my best project ever. Mm. So I gotta make another one <laughs> before I get that. Yeah. Like, God damn, damn. <laughs> he did say that he felt like he was the most underrated. People don't pay attention to him like that. I think there's a bias. Titty? Yeah, mm-hmm. Titty, was that it? Yeah. yeah, yeah, probably. Because he's from he the south. Is. He doesn't get his. Yeah, he doesn't get his. From his the south, he makes. Pop like pop music, like 
this goes off in the club mm-hmm. and it's still hitting the charts. And so everybody hears that and thinks, you know, he might not can rap. But on the flip side, he's really rapping his ass off. That's what I thought when I first heard him years ago. I was like, well, he really be rapping or is this just something that does he make songs for the radio? No, he really be rapping. So, yeah. And then I did a deep dive and realized, oh, yeah, he's serious. Like he's not one. just like them, like when you hear his verses, they're bar after bar, like mm-hmm. line after line after line. And then you go to realize, like, oh, shit, he just said like a bunch of shit. He's got a. More than I feel like more than a lot of cats, he's got a gimmick, and his gimmick is um like recognition. What, what's the name? Recognition. Yeah, you know, like, like you, can, you, you can, like you can two immediately yeah, yeah, recognize two chains. a two chains verse, a two chains. Like the shit he said is two chains. Yeah. The way he presented himself is. Yeah. Fucking six foot yeah. dressed in all designer yeah. with dreads. Yeah. You know that's probably him or Snoop. Yeah. <laughs> like, you could just like. say a two chains line and you say, "Oh, yeah, that's two chains." Like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like it wouldn't take much. It's either. Eat. So then, like going with Meek, like Meek is, he felt like he was being underrated, and so I was like, "Bro, don't compare me to these niggas." Mm-hmm. And then you end up in this fucking beef that you didn't even really have to be in for mm-hmm. no reason. Yep. And so then, back to back drop, and the whole internet turns on you like it ain't shit. You know what though? But speaking, I want to talk to y'all about this too because I wanted us to get into a um, a discussion. Um, as pertaining to that though, that whole beef started right because he felt disrespected that Drake didn't help promote his album. Right? That that was pretty much what it came down to. Like, oh, it's one Drake of the, didn't yeah. tweet my it's one he didn't tweet reasons, my album yeah. out. He didn't promote my album. So I felt disrespected by that. Mm-hmm. And then it was like, don't compare me to these other rappers like Drake and Drake don't write his own Well, show. I just want to stay on that. I just want to stay on that topic, though. That kind of like, dude, is it just me? Or does it seem like a lot of times the line of disrespect and lack of respect get blurred, right? When someone doesn't show you the respect that you deserve, you take it as disrespect. It, it's taken as disrespect when it's not that. Right. It's like people don't have, like certain situations, certain times, you, just because someone doesn't show you respect doesn't automatically equate to a lack of respect. True. Yeah. Th- True. Valid. Or lack of acknowledgement doesn't mean that you're not acknowledging that person at all. And I think yeah. he took not being tweeted as, oh, well, you just don't give a fuck about anything that right. I'm and doing. Like, and, that and then I feel like the, in the rebuttal is always, well, nigga, I'm the lead single of your album. Like, <laughs> I did my part. Like, do I owe, I don't owe you anything else. Or just, or, okay, but I'm trying to generalize it. Yeah, I'm just like, using that as an example. Yeah, true. But like, but if I do so, not, if I do something for you, and then I, I don't tell everybody I did this for Nick. Like nigga, I I showed you my support right, by helping right, you. Right, I don't have yeah. I don't owe you nothing else. Yeah, because I already did it. Yeah. So it's like one of those things where sometimes you guys stop and think like, oh shit, they did do something for me, mm-hmm. and I asked them to do something for me. I don't really need anything else. <laughs> like. Everything else I get after that is just love. It's just out of love. They did that out of love. But I think that goes into having expectations. When people, sometimes when people go into situations, they expect it to end a certain way. 
And then they're really mad that it didn't end up the way that they predicted it to. And that's how you and take it. And then that's L. where you lash out. And it's like, instead of lashing out, you need to be like, well, why is this a problem for me? Why am I so upset that he didn't retweet or he didn't say X, Y, and Z like I expected him to? Just don't expect shit. Right. That's it. Mm-hmm. And But then, you know, the bad part about that is what makes me mad is because we as humans are never honest with ourselves. Mm-hmm. People will tell you that you being negative. What, not having any not, expectations? You being negative, why you don't think you can, you know, why you don't think the podcast is going to get listens? People listening, like, bro, I just don't. I'm not trying to put myself somewhere that I might not reach. <laughs> like, I don't think a thousand people listen to us every week. Yeah. But I do know people listen to us every week because they say it. Mm-hmm. So it's like, it's not me being negative and not wishing and putting it into the atmosphere. It's just me being realistic. I catch a lot of flack for that, bro, because like... And it always comes out, oh, you're such a Debbie Downer. You don't get happy about anything. And it's like, no, I just don't get too high on anything. Right. Or too low on anything. It's like, yeah, I don't think that's, but is that like an indictment on my character or something? Because I don't choose to get overly excited about shit or overly depressed about anything. And then people take that offensive towards them. Right. (laughs) Like, bro, this has nothing to do with you. Yeah. Like, I feel this way about something. It's just how I am. I'm not up high on it. You shouldn't feel disrespected by, yeah. because we I don't a, share the same. We as humans, though, we take a lot of shit personally that we just should not like at all, bro, because it has nothing to do with us. What? Not it has nothing to do with us, but it shouldn't be taken. A lot of shit should not be taken so personal. That's number four on how to recover from an L. Don't take it personal. Yeah. Yeah. Don't take it personal. Yeah. If you don't take it personal, you wouldn't have been in that situation in the beginning. Right, right. So I think there is a thin line between love and hate. That's not just a movie and just not a good saying. Like I think it's real. Like there's a thin line between love and hate. Where where yeah. did you what what's your thought on that? I think because if you get an A on your paper at school, okay, and you tell me, and I just say okay. Your first reaction is, oh, this nigga hate you. And it's just like, bro, I still fuck with you. I still support you. But like, in my book, my expectation is you're supposed to get the A. I've been helping you. I was watching you. I helped you. I turned the TV off in the room so you could do your homework. Mm-hmm. The study. I'm, I love, I helped you. Like, I, we're, this is the love I'm showing you. But if I don't meet you at excitement, this nigga don't care. You got me fucked up. I think that yeah. love and hate are two similar uh, emotions. Yeah. So it's easy to flip the switch in between having passion for somebody in a loving way to having passion passion in a hating way. Like, because if I if I share that love, if you start off at love with somebody, it's one wrong motion could turn you into hate. Like we're in love, you cheat on me, you hurt me in some way, that could turn into hate. So that's what I take from thin line between love and hate. That shit is just like it's a it's a it's an opinion based emotion. I feel like it's an opinion based emotion. Just because I don't share the same sentiment, you could take it as I don't you know, I don't fuck with you. But it's just like no, it's not that. It's just I don't feel a certain way about it. <laughs> mm. I don't really. It's not. It makes. It's, I'm indifferent here, and I'm sorry. I can't. What? Well, okay. So. Let me hold up. Let me piggyback. Let me piggyback on what you said. So, as pertaining to this, it's like, um, 
opinion-based emotion. I like what you're saying, but more so like um, it's such a dependent as emotion. Like because it so so many times it depends on the other factor or the other person or you know what I'm saying like yeah. how we how we react to things like how many times like okay bring it back full circle how many times do we see situations where a woman will be ready for a man to commit a woman will be ready for him to take the next step and be whatever it is that we're whatever it is the fuck they want us to be better men or whatever um and he is just not ready how many times do we see the woman take that personally every time every time. almost every time almost right every like time. like literally like it's some in, you know what i'm saying again i keep going back to this word like it's some indictment on her character or yes. her as a person right it has nothing to do with you it's just not ready like it has nothing to do with you it has nothing to do with you but it, it this emotion is just such a fucking it's such a dependency because we especially when we get too deep into that shit bro it starts to solely depend on like how that other factor and vice it and vice versa yeah. it depends like, on interactions like men have certain expectations of women and of when they don't when they fall short it's well, that was my excuse to cheat or that was my excuse to do whatever it's yeah. like the leave it's like bro not really. Yeah. <laughs> Not really. Yeah. Not really. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, it, how do we get here? How do we get to? It's just like, bro. It, like, like from, niggas from in their feelings. From Meek to they, take. It took it personal. Number from four. From Meek taking it personal. Number four. To get here. Yeah. It's just like, if you don't, if you don't expect it, you won't be let down. But I think people always want to control how somebody is doing something and look, you can't control that. They always won't don't want to look like they're and taking it's, a, L. it's a miscommunication too because you don't know how that person was trying to deliver that message to you. Right. Or you don't know what that person was going through when they said that and these are things you need to take into consideration. And could have been on the second week promo trying to get you the second week sales. Mm-hmm. Not right. the first week. You right. didn't even wait to see. Or maybe they didn't even <laughs> think about it. Maybe it could have been eliminated if you would have just said, Hey, do you think you could do a little promo? For the, you know, I mean, I, I know it wasn't in the contract, but you think you could do a little something extra if you would have just said it. <laughs> just wait. <laughs> just wait. Just give it a minute. Just wait. But I think, uh, back to Meek, I think he recovered from that. Oh. And his technique was just to keep pushing because he, he didn't let that shit get him down. Yeah, he just kept he kept putting himself in the, the, the limelight. Mm-hmm. Kind of fucked up and ended up having to go to jail. Well, it's not on his part. He had a fuck, he's in a fucked up situation. Yeah, his situation is fucked up. But it helped him because he got the support of the people again. And now, you know, then he got out of jail and put out really good music. And so. Nah, but I was writing for Meek the whole time. I was uh, low key unfollowing people who was talking bad about him. You also from Delaware, though. I know. I, I just couldn't stand it. I was mad at Drake for a bit. I ain't listened to that one album he came out with because he was, yeah, I was mad. Yeah. But um, yeah, I'm glad Meek is back. It's just it's just ways we got to handle it. Got to. So let's take a break and we'll be back with our final thoughts on this subject. Yo, yo, quick break. I got me. It's Measy. Nick Riz with me. We need y'all to know. R&B143 is going up April 6th. It's going to be our one-year celebration. Celebration. We've been podcasting for one year. You know how much time that is? 
whole lot of whole lot of podding going on over here. Mm-hmm. And we uh we need y'all to we having a we having a great night. It's gonna be one four three Winston Salem, North Carolina. Come join us, help us celebrate. It's gonna be an R and B party. We're gonna have an R and B experience for you guys. It's gonna be something different than you've probably ever seen. I've been in this city my entire life. I ain't never seen shit like this. Nick, you ever seen shit like this? No. <laughs> <laughs> Tickets are on sale now. At rmb143.eventbrite.com. You can go get those. They are on sale for $10 right now to Friday. It's Tuesday. You listen to this. These going to sell out. They're they almost out. gone. They're almost gone. They you don't want to miss this. Them prices going to go up. So we need y'all to come out, celebrate, be on the lookout to look at our uh, socials. Check out Millennial Night socials because they trying to help us. They going to help us do it big, boy. And I've been to their events and it go crazy. It go down in there. So be sure to go to rb143.eventbrite.com. Get your tickets now. Now let's get back to the show. Okay. American. So, guys, what is your final takeaway for taking L's and bouncing back? Last night took an L, but <laughs> I bounced back. back. Now we live Thanks. in a time where you can get past this L in a heartbeat. Mm-hmm. It is not the end of the world. Niggas, gonna, yep. niggas don't forget, but... I'm, we're sure we can get past it. Mm-hmm. You're going to always be the nigga that got uh, the milk dumped on him in the lunchroom that second lunch that year. Mm-hmm. you always going to be <laughs> that nigga. But you you could change and evolve and niggas be like, oh, that's, he's still cool. Or the girl who fell in her high heels because she don't know how to walk in them. And now she's traumatized every time she wears them. But we're not going to talk about that. Um, <laughs> my final thought for taking L's is... <laughs> To just control the narrative, man. Don't let that shit get you down. People gonna talk, but like Meezy said, next week they gonna forget about it. It's gonna be somebody else that something bad happens to and they talk about them. So just roll with it. Keep pushing. You could do like Meek, keep pushing. You do like two chains, keep pushing. He ain't take no L's, but he keep it going to get his shine. And you know, it's just all about bouncing back. Don't don't fall down and, and lay down. That's that's why. Oh God, guys, I'm American. Like you lie. <laughs> Lie, motherfucker. Lie. Uh, deny, deny, deny. Deny, uh, bro. That was not me. <laughs> yeah. Fuck it. Yeah. All right, guys. So we have a group message. Oh, shit. This is a update to a letter that we already got. And this original letter, it was a guy who was in a new relationship, but he kept thinking about his ex. Oh, yeah, yeah, And yeah. when nope. he was having sex with his new girl, he was thinking about the ex while he was having and sex with told, his new girl. And we told that nigga not to tell her. We told him not to tell her. So this is an update from him. Okay. And it says, hey, Textually Active Pod, I want to give you guys an update on my situation and ask for some more advice. Since we last spoke, my girl LB and I have basically stopped having sex. We currently live together and have busy work schedules, so it helps dodge any attempts to engage in lackluster sexual activities. Exposed. Since the last time we spoke, I asked if I should inform my girl of my fantasies about my ex. You all said I shouldn't. Well, guess what? She found out anyways. After snooping through some of my personal journal entries, she read that I prefer the sexual encounters with me and the ex and how much I hated sleeping with her. I didn't know, but she kept diary. Mm-hmm. She kept these findings a secret after another cli- non-climax sex ses- session with her. She calmly asks, "What can she do to better our sex life?" Before I could answer, she blurts out, "Because I know you would rather be fucking your ex right now." 
I laid there completely shocked with the dumb nigga face, scratching my head, trying to think of a lie. She interrupted me again and said, maybe you should go out and fuck someone else. I was still shocked. I sat there speechless. After a situation calmed down, her and I spoke about our issues. We admitted that we loved each other, but maybe physically we aren't meant to be. My girl has proposed that I sleep with other women in an effort to satisfy my sexual needs. <sighs> she has required that I must keep my extracurricular activities out of sight and away from her. She claims she doesn't want another man and is extending this hall pass out to me for the entire year of 2019. So my question is, would you ever give your spouse a hall pass? Do you think you could sustain a healthy relationship and still sleep with other women? Do you believe you could marry someone who doesn't enjoy sex with you or vice versa? And he signs off with waffles and anonymous bro. So we have three questions. Would you ever give your spouse a hall pass? Is question number one. No. A hall pass to what? To fuck well, other I'll people. Die? What? <laughs> to lay down. Go to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> to fuck other people. To fuck other people. Man, your next girl question. is your girl. And you got to give her a hall pass to fuck somebody oh. else. Oh. Not another man. Mm. I mean, I, I have a pretty, I mean, this is just personally, I have a pretty open door policy when it comes to women. I mean, mm. I don't really care. I mean, as long as the, as long as the woman isn't trying to be a man. Mm-hmm. Can you talk to E about that? Yeah. Okay. Um, what if she, what if, what if, <laughs> she said, can you talk to E about that? <laughs> what if she started hitting your girl with the 12 inch? The heavy uh, with the girth? You got to pick it up, from, pick the it up from the base. <laughs> Facts, big fact, boy. I'm telling you, boy. Ooh, that ten pound. Them John's expensive, man. Them John's expensive, ain't they? Mm-hmm. What? Mm-hmm. I'm trying to tell you. Like you gotta let your girl go do that and then come home. Mm. So he just said that he doesn't want it to be a manly woman. He would yeah, rather it be a yeah. feminine. Oh. If she want yeah. If you want to dabble in, with, so a little scissoring. Yeah. Oh. Little city looking. A little carpet munching. That's it. Yeah. A little little that's munching it. on the box. That's it. That's come it. home with pussy on the breath. Facts. So, I might. Mm. I might be down for that. Like, I don't want another guy. I don't want another guy hitting my girl. Yeah. Because it's just, it's, I ain't going to lie, it's a little, I'm a little insecure. Yeah. Mm. Like, he do some shit I can't do, and you got to come home to me, you probably not going to want to stay with me. Yeah. <laughs> and in his case, his girl already know, man, she ain't getting the job done, but she still appreciate him enough. Mm-hmm. They live together and shit. You better take this hall pass and run with it. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna say no. I wouldn't let I wouldn't let anybody have a hall pass uh, in a relationship just because we this is what we signed up for right. to be with each other. Right. Um, yeah, but, but she gave it to him though. Mm-hmm. Like you don't get that. I you rare. That's a rarity, right? She yeah. like go go do your thing and just come home and make sure everything here's straight. Mm. And she don't want to <laughs> know about it. What? what? Need more women like that. Mm. Well, I don't know. She might be lying. I just thought about this. Keep the I, I just it just clicked. Mm-hmm. She might be lying, bro. She went through your diary, it's your journal. Yeah, mm-hmm. she went through your journal. True. So you trying to keep that a secret from her? She's probably looking. <laughs> like, and for that, um, you got to. I know pen and paper is a good technique, but you could write your journal entries in your notes, and you can lock them. Don't ask me how I know, but I mean that's just a a tip, pro tip. Uh, the next question is, do you think you could sustain a healthy relationship but still sleep with other women? I'm going to say no to that, too, because 
I feel like somewhere in between having sex, meeting up, finding a person, it's a space for you to catch feelings for the other person. And now that's putting strain on your relationship. But you're a woman. Men could do that too. Men be catching feelings in situationships. Yeah. But I'm not like. So what was the question? Can you sustain a healthy relationship while you're sleeping with other women? By all means. Like I could go. I don't have to put in effort. I just go do that and come back home. Mm -hmm. Like my real work is at home. Mm -hmm. But in his case, he's been holding this nut because he ain't nothing from sex with his girl. He should probably try to get the three way with his ex and his new chick. Mm. See if you can work that. Maybe out. there could be an uh, open relationship. I doubt it because I I feel like there's some like the ex is probably not with it, mm-hmm. but she might be with. You know, she, I think in that other story he was saying like she was out. She was she used to be out here, so she might be down for the threesome. Mm-hmm. So All you right, probably get that popping off one time and see your girl, see your new girl do some shit with your old girl, and then it's like you put that in the spank bank. You good? Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, and then the last and final question is, do you believe you can marry someone who does who you don't enjoy sex with? No. Nah. No, probably not. Nah. There's no's all across the board. But yeah. but I would I would say that the other shit outweighs sex for me. I I think there I still feel like there's a there are ways for you guys to improve your your sexual connection. I'm not a sex therapist, but we can putting you in the direction of somebody that knows something about sex and there are therapists out there that can help with y'all situation and maybe you guys could take some tips i was watching um love after lockup the other day and there's a person on youtube that is giving classes for women to learn how to ride and basically have sex so it's stuff out there to ride Mm -hmm. wow okay yeah so it's stuff out there maybe in a nice way if she's willing to help you can do it that way but that's it for that letter. Make sure you send your listener letters to sexualactivepod at gmail.com and we will get back to you. We will talk about it, give you some advice from our experience, and we could do it like that. Now let's jump into the baby maker. You are now tuned in. Welcome to WMEZ. This week, the baby maker is by Sinquamani. Sinquamani is his name, and this baby maker is called If I Fall here on WMEZ. Textually active. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whoa, whoa. 
Sing Kwamani, If I Fall, it has been added to the title and Spotify Baby Maker playlist. If you have Apple Music, I talked to him the other day on via Twitter. He said Apple Music is delaying the release, but you can also go to uh, SoundCloud. If you just hit me for the link, I, I shoot it to you. You can hear that. That was Sing If I Fall by Kwamani on WMEZ. That was that was good. That's good candlelit music. Yeah. That's music you want to hear laying down. Yeah. I'm about to knock some to <laughs> space. <laughs> Getting out the shower on the way to the bed to lay down. Mm. All right, let's jump into our memes God for the week. Long distance relationship. <laughs> <laughs> Meezy, what's your meme? Some days you have to just <laughs> wait. Some days you just have to say, fuck it. I did what I could today. Just let go all the stuff you wanted to do. Life is too short to be angry with yourself for being human. All right. My meme is, I need y'all to do me a favor. Do not let this app be your only source of education on politics, sex, feminism, pro-blackness, or social injustice. A lot of your faves are pushing their personal issues, hypocrisy, and unresolved trauma as a solid platform on here. So do your research behind what you're seeing on the internet, because some of it be false. Be fuck around and be like Fiji and have all the big girls mad at you for no reason. Right. Do your research before you get mad <laughs> right. at what somebody's saying on the internet. Thanks, man. Damn. Shout out all my big girls. Oh. Hey. Okay. <laughs> um. Okay. Mine isn't. Mine isn't a meme, but more so just a tweet because I felt this on a spiritual level. Um. This nigga was like, "I've been married for two years." And do you know how hard it is to only have sex with one person? I don't know how my wife does it. <laughs> that's, that's interesting. That's hilarious. That's very interesting. All right, guys. Thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of Sexually Active Pod. Make sure you subscribe, leave a comment, use our hashtag Textual Tuesday, and make sure you follow us on all of our socials. And while you're here listening, go copy tickets for RB 143 if you have to travel. We ain't flying nobody out. You could flew yourself out. I think I might get, I'm, I'm thinking about buying two tickets to give away. Yeah. But you got to listen to the show to, to know how to win them. Okay. Yeah. We should do that. I'm thinking about that. All right. Let's come up with that. And then we could give the tickets away to one of our listeners. Yeah. You got, but you got to listen. Mm-hmm. This ain't no, you reshare our shit on Instagram. No. You got to listen to know the answer to the question. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. But we'll be back next Tuesday at 6 a.m. So make sure you tune in. Yeah. We're going to be here. <laughs> I'm oh. giving away a slow wine. Ooh. I, I would say I'm giving away a free drink, but I don't know how my pocket's going to be set up because I need to get my hair done, nails done. I need to get a fit. It, I might be yeah, broke. If you look at it. Oh, God, you have a sip of mine. <laughs> you can have a sip of mine at the party. All, they always put two black nah, straws nah, in Nah, yo. Back. Simone going to be there. Simone going to get y'all so, a free drink. <laughs> we, we, Simone going to be there. Yeah. yeah. She, she, yeah. Drink <laughs> get your free drink. Drink some Simone. <laughs> Run her check up. <laughs> no, no, I didn't get a waffle off of Oh, God. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Textually Active Podcast. Be sure to check in every Textual Tuesday along with following them on all social media at Textually Active Pod.